what an honour it is for us to serve our city in times when they need a little bit of hope, a little bit of joy, okay? And so I am deeply excited. I love that we don't do things normally. God forbid that we ever turn normal. That would be a deep sadness, wouldn't it? (laughs) We're not called to a normal life, eh? And, um, you know, for some of you, um, the thought of packing up a bag and tapping on someone's door and saying, hi, I've got a bag of courage for you, fills your heart with fear. Anyone else? Show of hands. Okay, who's already thinking of all the plans that they've now got next week? Like, you didn't have them five minutes ago, but all of a sudden, great Aunt Trudy, who you've not seen for 25 years, needs a visit next Sunday. Anybody else? But do you know what? We can all play a part. We're all created differently. We're not all created to be the extrovert who loves to chat to people. But, you know, the introverts who have one word to give could be that one word of hope that someone needs Um, in a time like this and you know I count times of year like um, Halloween is one of my favorite days of the year controversial I know what other day do you have people chapping on your door literally what other day does the community come to your door it's an incredible I love it I'm just like And so I love to have this so many sweets, fill them up with sweets, chat to them about light, chat to them about love. Oh, you're in my neighbor. I've never met you. This is such a thrill that you're coming to my door. My door. Wow. What an honor. So we're going to other people's doors. What an honor that we have permission to do this, that our city council has come to us and said, would you please go and chat in some people's doors? Because we've got some folk in our city who, who are deeply struggling and, and who are maybe not deeply struggling right now, but in maybe six months' time, they're going to be really struggling because the memory of that thing that happened affects you. Like Those kind of things don't leave you, hey? And also, this is a way of us standing beside the family and honouring a gentleman as well who lost his life. And so together, we are going to pack some bags and that we call them bags of courage because we all need a little bit of courage, don't we? Like, I love that that word courage is right in the middle of the word encouragement. Courage! Filled up with courage. So we're going to join together. We're going to have trestle tables out. We're going to pack some bags. If mobility is a struggle for you and actually going out and about is a struggle, we're going to pray. We're going to have a space to pray here as well, which is just as important. So we're, who's excited to gather? to love on our city, to bring strength and courage where there's just a bit of fear and hopelessness right now. And we're going to get the honour, the absolute honour. And not everyone might answer their door. They might treat it like Halloween when they close their windows. Crikey, who's coming down the street? But then that's a real honour where we get to give two bags to the next door and say, would you mind just calling by your neighbour and just giving this bag in? Would you mind doing that? How cool! So we're an unusual community, but I love that and we're never going to change that. We're going to be deeply unusual and weird for the rest of our days. And that's, and that's our calling, to be just a slightly a bit different, okay? Like for those of us that love Jesus, our calling is just to be a little bit different, 
to live an upside down life, to live a life less ordinary. And this is just a tiny taste of entering in. So we've been reflecting on Acts 2 um, for the last few weeks, and we're going to continue to reflect on Acts 2 for the rest of our days. It's a good in. Wouldn't that be really cool, actually, if that was the only thing? No, no, there's, a, there's all, the, all the other books the Bible are brilliant too. <laughs> it's all good. You should read it. You really should. It's brilliant. Anyway, we are now in November. We started talking about Acts in January. We got to the end of Acts 4, and it was so good. We've gone back to 2 again. We're, we're making some progress here, everybody. Do you feel like we're making progress? <laughs> For those who like order, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but we're, we're, we're focusing back on Acts 2. I'm going to quote uh, one of my favorite speakers of all time. Are you ready for this? We see and we know that without the Holy Spirit in the church, we just have religion. The famous theologian Bono once said, Bono from YouTube. YouTube? Was I going to say YouTube there? YouTube. Religion is what you get when Holy Spirit leaves the building. I don't want to give one ounce of my life, one minute of my time to religion. Religion, you can keep it. It's dry, dull, boring, and lifeless, but safe. I'm done with religion. I want the life of God that he has for me, for you, and for the city. Andy Fearon said that. Favorite speaker. Also a hottie. (laughs) Kind of like him. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) Religion is what you get when Holy Spirit leaves the building. Religion is what you get when Holy Spirit leaves who you are. Religion is dull and boring and lifeless. But then, Andy, I love this, that we just went right to the the beginning of where we first see Holy Spirit enter into the story. And it's like the first couple of verses of the whole Bible. So Genesis 1 and then 2. And And it says in Genesis that Holy Spirit is hovering hovering over the whole world before it's even created, before it's fully formed. He's hovering. He's just there right from the beginning. And here's the cool thing that Anne's left us with last week, which is just, I've just been marinating on for this last week. So Holy Spirit wants to bring form, fill what is empty, and bring light where there is darkness. So in the beginning, We saw a formless creation, formless world. We saw emptiness and we saw darkness. And then we watch as God starts to create and bring light to the darkness, form where there's formlessness and brings life to the emptiness. And I just want to just sit with this thought right now. So throughout all of time, Holy Spirit wants to bring form wants to bring filling up and wants to bring light where there's darkness. So when I love, because I love the dictionary, because I'm a wee bit of a geek, my dad used to read the dictionary as a hobby. And it's done him well, actually. (laughs) 
you know, some incredible words. I'm not quite there yet, but I love words. So, are you ready for a dictionary definition of to bring form? So, to bring form means to make something exist or develop, move to create shape, be what makes up something, influence development. So the Holy Spirit has been brought and is here to make something exist and develop, to move to create shape, to be what makes up something and to influence development. Holy Spirit, wowzer. And you know, the, 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 I can't believe this. What I wonder on is that Jesus was sent. Jesus died. Jesus brought back to life. And Jesus promised to us, and it was foretold throughout the Bible, that Holy Spirit would come as a gift to each one of us. And Holy, and Holy Spirit was then given to us. So Jesus goes back to heaven to hang out with his dad. And Holy Spirit comes as a sweet and a precious gift to each one of us. To bring form, to fill us up, to bring light where there's darkness. And the really cool thing about it so Jesus is sent to be God with us, Holy Spirit is sent to be God within us. Can you, can we stop to wonder on that for a wee second again? Holy Spirit is sent to be God within us. God living in us and through us. The same Holy Spirit who was hovering over the earth and was there, part of the creation and there, part of every story. That same Holy Spirit who rose Jesus from the dead is living in us. Mind blown. Okay. But here's here's the cool, 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 cool thing. So because the Holy Spirit brings form and he fills up and light in the darkness, this is our calling. Our calling is to bring form to fill up where there's emptiness and to bring light to the darkness. Because Holy Spirit is living in us, this is not like a separated thing anymore. This is our calling to bring form. So to make something exist, to move to create shape, to be what makes up something, to influence development. There's this beautiful co-partnership that's going on here, hey? Where he's like, do you want to dance with me? Are you asking? Yeah, I'm dancing. Are you dancing? Yeah, I'm asking. Do you not do that here? <laughs> In Scotland, it's the thing. You, you know that? For, yeah. Are you dancing? Yeah, I'm dancing. Are you asking? Yeah, I'm asking. Holy Spirit is saying, are you dancing? Because I'm asking. Are you dancing? 
Do you want to come and join in with me? I'm making some form over here. It's going to be really cool. It's called a whole new education system that's going to change the world. And I'm asking, do you want to dance? Hey, um, I've got this idea for politics. I've got this idea that could revolutionize the whole political system of this entire world. Do you want to dance with me? I'm asking. Do you want to dance? Hey, I've got this person just round the corner who just needs a little bit of hope. And um, Are you dancing? Because I'm asking. Do you want to dance with me on this? Do you want to create a little bit of form where there just doesn't seem to be any form at all? Hey, there's, um, there's this empty situation where it seems totally hopeless. All hope is gone. Do you want to come and join with me? And help fill up this emptiness over here? I'm asking, are you dancing? Hey, there's, um, there's a part of town that nobody wants to go to. It's, it's really dark, it's horrid. I, I just need a little bit of light there. Would, would, would you be able to, to go there with me? Are you asking? Because I'm dancing. Are you dancing? Because I'm asking. Easy? No? Profound? Life-changing? Transformational? Incredible? Change the world kind of stuff? Yeah. Complicated? No. And then you're like, yeah, Ro, whatever. You've just mentioned politics. It's not complicated to Holy Spirit. But he's looking for people who are saying, I want to help create form where there just doesn't seem to be any other form. And he's saying, will you dance with me? Will you dare to dance with me? And sometimes it looks so tiny and so insignificant. Those one-on-one little conversations that bring form and infilling that bring light into the darkness. It kind of looks a little bit like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, faithfulness. Kind of. Because that's the fruit of the Spirit. And when we go about our Father's business, when we go about helping um, to to co-partner in all that he has and bring form and filling and light to the darkness. All this goodness just spills out. Is that a challenge? Who would love to see a better world? I have had so many conversations when... We talk to people about longing to see a better world and I complain about the world that we're in right now, complain about so much stuff. But we need to start to shift our perspective away from being the complainer to being the solution. That's what bringing form means. Bringing form to something doesn't mean that we just stand on the sideline and say, well, that's wrong and that's wrong and that's wrong and that's rubbish. Being form means standing into the center of that something. And saying, do you know what? I believe that you have a solution here, Lord Jesus. 
And I want to be a solution carrier. So I'm going to move from the position of a complainer, who is the consumerist, to the participator, who is the solution bringer. And that's a deep challenge, you guys. It's a deep challenge to each one of us. Maybe Holy Spirit prompts you to think about things which you might want to complain about because he has a solution in your heart that he wants you to bring about. Upside down living, hey? And I I just wonder, you guys, like, you know, how many times I stop to complain and then I'm just like, okay, let's press pause because that's not solution-based thinking. Doesn't fill up anyone's hearts with joy, does it? Doesn't go anywhere, really. And am I saying that this world is perfect and we're just rejoicing and everything and just like, no problem, manana? I'm not saying that at all. Because solution sometimes looks quite, wow. Like, you know when, um, I don't know if you've ever seen someone who has innovated something, who has brought a solution where there seems to have been no other solution. There is a fighter within that person. There is a fighter who's just going to keep fighting and keep fighting and keep fighting on. And it's just a challenge, hey? For us to be the ones that bring the form, that bring the infilling, that bring the, the light to the darkness, rather than stand on the sideline and watch. And that can be in the smallest, tiniest of ways. Anywho, I really, truly believe that the enemy would hate us to think that we are participators in the kingdom of light. He hates to think that we can help bring form to stuff through the power of the Holy Spirit. He hates to imagine that where there's emptiness, there could be some filling up through the likes of us. He hates us. He really does hate us. And so there's got to be a a challenge accepted moment, hey? Of us standing and saying, I no longer want to be an observer of you, Holy Spirit. I want to be a participator with you. I no longer want to know all this theory in my head about the Holy Spirit. I want to know that from my head to my heart to my hands to my feet. That everything that I am is invaded by your power and your presence which literally changes life. And you know, the thing that I think is so deeply, deeply challenging to us in this day and age, we're so ready when it comes to the big, right? We love the big. We love stuff that's big and awesome. But we really need to start to realize that the big and the awesome is found in that one conversation. The big and the awesome is found when we show up, when we want to run away. The big and the awesome is fine when we know who we are and what we carry because we have God within us. Let's not take that for granted, you guys. Like so powerful, so, so powerful that in every day, God within us. Um, I just want to read you a little quote. Um, and this is uh, from Major Ian Thomas. 
Major Ian was um, an incredible man who fought in the war and towards the end of the war had this um, real conviction that he needed to do something with uh, the young Germans. And he invited a bunch of young Germans over in the very early post-war years. He bought a stately mansion like with not much, it's an incredible story. You need to read about it. He bought a stately mansion so that these young Germans could come over and hear about Jesus. And he did an incredible restorative work with these guys. And now this is a Bible school which is across the world called Cape and Ray. And it's just amazing. It's still going in Lancashire. Is that how you say Lancashire? Yeah, Lancashire. But I just, I like, there's people like Major Ian Thomas who are like dudes, aren't they? Like heroes of the faith, really. So Major Ian, he had become a Christian when he was 12 years old. And he had quickly gone about loads of different work, got himself busy, just going, going, going. And he says this, by the age of 19, I'd been reduced to a complete state of exhaustion until I felt there was no point going on. Then one night in November, that year, just at midnight, I got down on my knees before God And I just wept in sheer despair. I said, with all my heart, I have wanted to serve you, Lord. I have tried to my uttermost, and I am a hopeless failure. That night, things happened. The Lord seemed to make plain to me that night, through my tears of bitterness. The Lord said, you see, uh, for seven years, with utmost sincerity, you've been trying to live for me, on my behalf. The life that I've been waiting for seven years to live through you. How many of us go through our whole lives living a life for God, doing good stuff for him, when all the while he's saying, I want to live through you. Through the power of my Holy Spirit, I want to live through you. And guys, that is so relaxing. (laughs) Throw down your works. Throw down your activities. Throw down your plans. I just want to live a life through you. Through you in my power. And you know that it's so desperately simple. But we make it extremely complicated. So we just want to stand up. We're just going to pray together. We don't have loads of time. And we'll need to go and get the kids soon because we've run out of time. And we're just going to gonna marinate our hearts on the Holy Spirit throughout the Christmas season as well. We're going to focus on the spirit of Christmas and the Holy Spirit and how he moved through the Christmas story. And it's just going to be so much fun. And so we're in no rush right now. And we just want to just wait on his Holy Spirit. But I know for some of you that will have really spoken to your heart. That maybe you've been living life for God. And he's just saying to you, I want to live life through you. I just want to come and live my life through you. So I'm just going to invite the Holy Spirit to come now. I just invite you to close your eyes if you'd like to, to pair your hands if you'd like to. Maybe you've never experienced a touch of Holy Spirit before. We're just going to invite your love-filled presence to come now, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here right now to do some divine exchanges in our hearts where we try to go alone. Would you just come and fill up our hearts 
And help us to know that you are near, you are not far. You are with us, you are not separated from us. I just hear that he's singing love songs over each one of our hearts and our lives. He stands and he says to you, I love you so much. You are so dear and so precious to me. I can't wait for this for what this week holds, he says to you. We have so many exciting adventures to go on. And I'm going to be standing right with you, in you, through you. I'm going to show you the world in a way that you've never seen it before. But this is an invitation for him. Do you want to come with me? Do you want to live a, live a life not just for me, but through me? And so if that's a yes, I just, just declare that to your, your father right now. Yes, father. Yes, father, I want to do that. I want to live a life where you're through me and I'm not trying to live a life for you. And he has solutions for each of us in this room who feel in a tight spot, who feel like they can't see anything else. And there's some other solutions here. I believe that he has solutions for some of us here, literally, for the political world. Like he literally wants to give us dreams which are going to bring solution to the political sphere of our, of our nation and beyond. He wants us to co-partner with him in writing a new story over our nation and beyond. Because each of us is important and has a place as we participate in his kingdom. So, Father, we know that this feels hard. We know that this doesn't feel easy. But you love to make the pathways smooth. You love to show us that there's a beautiful ease when all we need to do is relax into you, to lean into you. So, Father, would you help us this afternoon to spend some time leaning not into our own understanding? but fully into you, Lord Jesus. Would you help us to surrender those areas where we're holding tight, where we don't quite have that trust with you yet? Would you help us to see that living a life through you is incredible, is wonder-filled, is love, is joy, is peace, is patience, is kindness, is goodness, is faithfulness, is self-control. Come, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thank you that this is available to us. Thank you that this is readily available to us, that this is on tap for us. Thank you that we don't have to do a certain thing or be a certain way or say a certain thing to step into the fullness of who we are in you. So, Father, may we throw off religion and may we run towards relationship with you. And may all the world see and know that we are your kids. May we shine in the dark places. May we bring form to the formlessness. And may we bring filling to those places that feel empty. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.